Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. This is an exciting episode because Dr. Pampa is on location and we always love that when he goes out to seek amazing things. This week he is with Dr. Phil Lanou. You probably remember him from episode 290. It is the episode about ultrasound guided neurofascial hydrodissection. So I know Dr. Pampa, you were so excited about it. You had to fly to Spokane, Washington to actually experience this for yourself. So we are very excited. We're gonna learn more about it and also get to watch you go through this amazing therapy. So welcome both of you. Welcome Dr. Phil and Dr. Pampa. Yes, nice to be here. All the way to uh, yeah, Spokane. You, you know, I, you know it's, a, it's a good therapy when I, I do, do an episode and I spent a lot of time reading about it and getting excited about it. And I got on a plane, brought my wife and my son Isaac, who's sitting over here, um, because he has these knee things, this, um, they call jumper's knee, just to be, make it simple. But it's a, it's a, um, a fasciitis of the uh, patella, you know, patella fasciitis. Is that exactly what we found? You actually ended up finding little tears. Tear. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, we'll talk about yes, that, but definitely. go ahead. Yeah, so. Yeah, so uh, with Isaac, he came in and, He's had this pain for how many years, Isaac? Um, knee pain? Probably since I was like 14. Yeah, 14, and he's so several years. 19, so yeah. yeah. So several years, and then uh, when we did the diagnostic ultrasound, we saw these huge thickening of his patellar tendon right by near his patella. And then he also had significant uh, fascial defects, which we call as tears, um, through his patellar yeah. tendon. So, Well, which is part of what we're going to talk more about right so i was so impressed honestly with this process and this procedure i've had i've been injected i have you know went to the best of the best and this procedure of neural fascia hydrodissection fascinated me because a lot of stuff that was left on me was fascia related mm -hmm. and i knew it yep. but um i just didn't know exactly what to do about it so when I heard about your work, and you were trained by some of the best in the world on yep. this, you know, and uh, I was like, that's it, I'm going. And my wife, you're going to see a clip of her actual procedure, and then you'll have a better understanding of what we mean by this, <laughs> okay? <laughs> um, and if you watch part one, which you should absolutely do, you'll have even a better idea. Um, but I, I want to bring some different light to this. But, you know, the, the bottom line is my wife had a cavitation surgery. She ended up blocking her lymph. And she ended up having something taken off her face and left her with this fascia issue, drainage problems, backing up into her sinus, can't breathe on the one side of her face. And you went in and did some amazing work on her. You're going to see that clip too. So um, really exciting episode. Stay tuned. But look, if you have chronic pain, if you have conditions that aren't healing, uh, the bottom line, I'll make it very simple, is that if you go in and separate the fascia, from the nerve or the muscle, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, which he did on me, uh, as well as my son Isaac, and it, you separate it off and you open up that nerve, whatever's at the end of that nerve in those tissues, then they can heal. Uh, very similar to chiropractic, you know, you open up a nerve, you take pressure off a nerve and healing occurs. And um, it was really cool because he found a few of those on me up in my upper cervical, which explained things that could never explain, even though stem cells made such a massive difference. Mm -hmm. I still had these weird things that just weren't clearing out in my knee as well. Yep. And uh, you went and opened them up. My back, my disc from um, stem cells healed my disc. 
However, I would still have this weird stiffness. He went in there and he dissected off all of this. You went in and you said, gosh, it's, it was all this fibrous yeah. tissue. And, you know, it, it's, anyways, mir miraculous the work you did, really. So. Thank you. Yes. All right. Glad to do it. Let, let, give them a brief understanding of this. And, and then we can kind of show them some of the clips as well. Yeah. So our intention when we're doing this treatment is to help anytime you have an injury, you also have the fascia that gets locked down from the injury. You have inflammation. A lot of times as the inflammation goes away, what happens is the fascia will get tight, especially if you don't move for a while. It'll get tight and kind of stuck. Well, you know, let's yes. back up because yeah. I, I don't know if we even talked much about it in, in uh, episode one. But what is fascia? Again, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. So uh, fascia is a connective tissue that surrounds all our muscles. It surrounds all the nerves, connects from head to toe. Um, when you're eating steak or chicken and you see those kind of layers that kind of pull apart, that's the fascia. Mm -hmm. It can be anywhere from this loose fascia to this tight fascia. Um, like the dura that connects on the inside of the skull around the brain, that's more really thick, tight fascia. Whereas we also have a lot of looser fascia that surrounds over the top of the muscles between the planes of fat. Um, so there's several different types of fascia. Um, but the nice thing is that with ultrasound, you can actually, you're able to visualize the fascial planes and you can compare side to side and you can see where those fascial planes are stuck. And you can also actually feel with the needle. So we go in there with the needle and open up those planes to release the nerves, the arteries, um, the blood flow, mm -hmm. and that helps to restore normal function. You know, I have to say, we, we did a Facebook Live, if you, if you haven't seen it, um, and my wife's legs were moving, right? But you have to understand my wife. Everyone's like, gosh, it looks so painful. And she was like, actually, it was not that bad. It was like, <laughs> so, I mean, because uh, I was like, when you did on me, I was like, I, I really didn't even feel it. So um I, I think in your face you might feel it more but remember, this can be can it be done anywhere in the body yeah, yeah. i mean so, head, head to toe i've done it head to toe and what type of conditions have you done um so very common with arthritis people that have bone spurs on the inside of your knee uh, for example um, the nerves can get compressed uh, from those bone spurs and so if you just free up those nerves that'll help a lot of times with that people that have chronic neck pain you know it's kind of pain in the upper trap right well you'll bones, see that so too Do we we actually have a, a clip of yeah, that as Facebook well yeah live. right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it can do also like carpal tunnel, any kind of nerve entrapment where you have constant, you know, numbness, tingling, sometimes weakness in your arms, legs. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've had any chronic conditions, uh, acute conditions like a car accident, and then all of a sudden your scapula is winging, sometimes we can actually help bring that back. Well, I, I know one of the things you asked all three of us when we were in is, you know, you asked us all about past traumas. Um, now, I've heard that you traumas whether physical chemical or emotional can be stored in the fascia like uh, what does that mean that's correct so um let's let's use an example of a car accident so let's say somebody's in a car accident they have a significant impact and what happens is they go forward and often we get the wind knocked out of us so we go huh. and what happens is the lock the mm -hmm. diaphragm locks down and when the diaphragm locks down a lot of times, even months down the road, you still can't fully breathe like you could before the injury. So what happens is you no longer oxygenate your body as much. A lot of your lymphatic flow is dependent on that motion of your diaphragm. Mm -hmm. So therefore, at that point, you can start developing symptoms like anxiousness. You don't feel like you're the same. Um, wow. Your energy's lower. Um, and so an important part of this kind of treatment, as far as the hydrodissection, is also looking holistically at the whole body and seeing, making sure those lymphatic pathways are open up yeah. um, as they should be. So that therefore, when you actually do the hydrodissection, you can make sure that all that fluid and drainage that you kind of free up 
has some place to go. So you have to uh, unclog the pipes first. Right, yeah, which totally makes sense because when you see my wife's face, that was the issue, is that she wasn't draining out of this area. Right. And it was backing up into the sinus, creating all types of problems and you know going in there. And actually, uh, it's going to heal now even without scarring because you're freeing that area. Correct, correct. Yeah, correct. yeah. and so um, with Marilee also, um, uh, we're at our clinic we're trained in cranial work so she also had some restrictions she had restrictions through her left nasal bone which also affects some of the drainage through her cranium um, some of the bones uh, within the, her skull itself were locked down a little bit ex extra um, and for those of you who are not familiar there is subtle motion within the head this is subtle expansion and contraction which allows our lymphatic flow to work properly and if you've had trauma if you've had a local you know surgery any kind of fascial tension that locks it down sometimes that can affect that motion um, and so that's part of the reason that we like to treat the lymphatics and do cranial work as part of this uh, he does amazing work i want to show that clip in a second but okay so you you asked isaac when you said about that right. when you were when he was sitting there um, to your point about your holding emotions here, mm -hmm. you can tell immediately that there was something going on there. Then he explained how he actually hit a tree skiing, correct? Which it, it crushed him in that area, shattered his spleen, mm -hmm. you know, crushed, uh, punctured a lung, uh, damaged his kidneys. I mean, you know, major, major trauma. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, that was like one of the first things that you said, just seeing him in that position. Yeah, and this is this is a common thing that we see here is that we see people that have had these significant traumas, like we said, whether it's a physical or like emotional thing, you know, divorce or something heavy. Um, and what happens is that that trauma gets physically stuck in that tissue. And you, you see these people and you can tell they don't feel right, they don't look right. And the nice thing is, as we'll show in our video, um, we start by treating the diaphragm. So we try to get that physical trauma that's in the tissue out of there. So that therefore, and retrain the breathing. So right. therefore you can actually get back in and actually allow your body to heal. So we have a, we have a clip that we're gonna go to of Marilyn because one of the things you said, you wanted to start there. You wanted to start by freeing up that in the diaphragm and also the cranium. Correct. So let's take a look at this clip. Hello, right now we're gonna go over uh, treatment of the diaphragm. So this is important with everybody, especially people that have had trauma, lymphatic congestion, any difficulty breathing, um, or high impact type of injuries. Um, like car accidents, you get the wind knocked out of you, emotional traumas, anything that's heavy. Um, so here with Marilee, uh, we're working on re releasing the diaphragm so that therefore she can oxygenate her body, take deeper breaths, um, and also help with her lymphatic pump of her diaphragm. So um, when I'm doing that, um, you just feel some pressure, you're letting me know if it's too much. And you mentioned doing cranial work before Correct. we even get into any of the other work. Correct, so uh, I love I love doing neurofascial hydro dissection, it works great, but a lot of times um, if somebody has a restricted a restriction in their lymphatic pathways through the musculoskeletal system, for example, the first rib's elevated so that the, therefore the lymphatics can't drain properly, um, we try to work on that first so that therefore when you do the hydro dissection, their body can more, um, more rapidly absorb you know mm -hmm. everything you do and they can recover a lot quicker so we kind of combine the two uh, which works well all right so what are you doing here so um, this is called a linea alba treatment um, I have an hour-long lecture on this but we'll keep it brief <laughs> um, so what we're doing is I'm putting one uh, finger underneath her xiphoid another one above her umbilicus and I'm actually just putting a little bit of pressure down here um, as patients some people feel a lot some people don't feel very much typically a patient after a car accident. Um, this is about as far as they'll let me go because it feels very uncomfortable and it feels like they can't really breathe when I'm doing it. 
Um, so then I'll just hold it there and I'll just wait for her body to release. Uh, when it releases, it just feels kind of like a softening. It's cool they talk about melting butter. So this will indirectly affect the lymphatic flow as well in the cistern there? Uh, correct, yeah, so cisterna chile, like that comes up the lymphatic uh, pathway through the back of the diaphragm. Um, you're releasing the tension through the diaphragm, so therefore the cisterna chile can have less pressure and pump more efficiently back up, including cool. the, all the arterial and venous blood flow. How's it feel, Mary? It, it doesn't feel bad at all. Okay. So now we're releasing the diaphragm uh, from a different angle. We're coming up underneath her rib cage, and we're actually working on the fascial tube that surrounds the heart and connects up uh, into the neck. All right, Doc, do you want to explain anything about that clip? Yeah, so uh, within the clip, you can see that we're treating the diaphragm. There's two different angles that I use. The first one is actually below the xiphoid, which is the bottom of your rib, rib cage and right above your belly button. Um, we're putting pressure down there to help re-expand that and actually free up the tension um, through the lower part of your diaphragm, but then also all those organs to your digestive uh, tract. Um, there's actually nerve plexuses deep to that, so you're also helping to reset the digestion. Yeah. So if people wonder why after trauma, why their digestion goes south, a lot of times it actually can be from this, these adhesions and all this trauma that's stuck in the diaphragm. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can see from the video where I'm going up underneath the rib cage, we're actually working on that tension around the pericardium, which is the, the actual tissue around the heart. Okay. And there's actually a big tube that comes up to the neck. And so we want to free that up so that we can make sure that the patient can op yeah. optimize their oxygenation. Yeah. And, and again, I, I think you had said, you know, you wanted to do this ahead of before you get into actually releasing a lot of the fascia. Correct. So, yeah. Because we do have patients that if like, let's say that you release, you know, there's all this uh, tension up in the face and they have a first rib that's elevated. What happens is that all that lymphatic tissue, it actually flows down and actually goes back into your circulation right above your first rib. So if they have a, a first rib that's kinking, the the lymphatic flow, you might fix this problem, but all of a sudden you'll get back up in pain lower. Well, that was interesting though, because that was the, you know, had, she had this chronic thing down here mm -hmm. and you ended up treating this as well. Correct. Um, which you said applied to this. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So basically what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So I, I think some of the people watching are saying, okay, what do you mean? And we, we kind of have it on the screen back there, but let, let's actually go to the screen because now you can actually watch on this clip because you'll watch how this is actually done. So in the first part, you kind of explain what's going on. Yes. And then in the next clip, um, we actually see the needle coming in. Correct. So watch this, pretty interesting. All right, so right here we have images uh, of Marilee's face uh, on the right side. We have a cross section. If you look at the anatomy over here on this face, um, right to the side of her nose, kind of at this oblique angle. And so what we're doing here is this is more up towards her forehead. This is more down towards her body. We're taking kind of an oblique angle this way because the ultrasound orientation is right along that side of the nose obliquely. Mm -hmm. And so that's the right side, um, even though we mislabeled it. Um, on the left side, uh, what you can see is we did, took that same oblique angle and you can see the difference on the right to the left. So on the right, uh, you notice that you have this nice black uh, muscle, mm -hmm. thick muscle belly. When you go to the left, it looks all white. It looks thinned. 
um, doesn't look as healthy. It looks more fibrotic. Most likely when we get in there with the needle, it's going to feel crunchy. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you come down lower, you can see this plane, this white plane here. And so that's actually a plane between that muscle from above as well as that facial muscle below. And within those fascial planes, that's where the nerves, the arteries, and the lymphatics flow. So we're going to guide a needle down into that plane, open that up, open up the scar tissue of this plane to help her body regenerate um, form better tissue. Um, it also looks like there's a little black uh, cavity through here that you don't see on the right side, which may be from undermining from the previous surgery, which they needed to do to be able to get everything. Mm -hmm. um, we're we're going to put some little higher concentrated ozone in that area. And then you can see at the very top, you actually have this darkened uh, tissue right underneath the surface of the skin. The skin's at the very top mm -hmm. up here. And on the right side, you do not see that. And so that's actually the scar tissue itself. Um, and so we're gonna come in there with the needle also and open up those, uh, that, those uh, uh, fascial planes to help uh, initiate the body to heal. So it's like three levels of injection. Correct, so mm -hmm. we're gonna come all the way down, one, mm -hmm. two, uh, three, yeah, and okay. then four, and even with the right. top one. More. So you'll see the needle coming from what direction? Uh, you're gonna see the needle coming from the okay. right down to the left. All right, so we'll check. Okay, so you can see he's coming in, and Doc, which uh, area are you going for? Then I'll show the screen. Top right of the screen. Do you feel that, Mayor? Just a little bit. Just a little bit? Okay, now let's look at the screen. And so, yeah, there. So here's the needle. Oh, there it is right there. See the needle coming in? You can see it go down to the bottom. Yeah, it's on that. Yeah. And then now where are you headed? Down to that lower fascial plane. Do you know what I So then you're going to inject the fluid in You see how it's going to open up some of those planes? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So you're injecting a little bit as you yeah, go? I'm injecting. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, it's opening it up. Right Do you there. hear Isaac? <laughs> so I'm kind of backing up a little bit, injecting as I back up, and I need to re-angle a little bit deeper. So, yeah, you can see it's just, it's opening up the fascia. Explain a little bit what you already have. Yeah, so we got the fascia opening up right here. Mm -hmm. You can see that plane opening up also. Oh, yeah. It's coming out my nose, I think. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You need it. It's tight. Mm. Opening up. Good job, Marilyn. All right. Yeah, it's, you can see it opening it up. She needs a handhold, I think. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, that clip was pretty cool because, first of all, I asked her, with that, when you came in with that needle that was bent, I mean, come on, it was like that. I mean, I figured, oh gosh, people are going to be like, okay, forget it. Okay, first of all, it doesn't look as bad if it was a shoulder or your neck, but right. in your face, right? So we used like the most, oh my God, even your assistant was like, in the face, you know? Um, but she said it really wasn't that bad. It yeah. didn't hurt that bad. And then, and then you could actually see ahead of the needle, I mean, how it was just pushing open that fascia so maybe you have some uh, words on that yeah the beautiful thing about hydro dissection the where we get the name from from dr clark he's the one that originated one of, one of my uh, teachers um is because what you have is you have your needle and then you're using fluid that's in your syringe which is typically five percent dextrose and or other things sometimes we use exosomes for worse injuries um but you push the fluid and so even though you have a structure that's tight right here or a nerve right here the fluid actually pushes out of the needle. So the fluid actually separates the fascial yeah. planes. It's not the needle. So that's yeah. what makes it not very it's, painful. Yeah, you can see it ahead of the needle. It, you know, even in the clip, you know, just, just opening it up, opening it up. So, so it's a lot more gentle, which actually out of most of the treatments we do, that's one of the most well tolerated people. Yeah. A lot of times they're like, that's it, I'm done. Well, you know what's amazing is one, one of the places you were going in and it just, 
it just broke through and she felt that actually. Mm -hmm. And that was like, I think that was a game changer. So I, I guess the point is this, right? You can do all the work, you can do all of this, um, you know, great work. I mean, I've done exosomes, uh, you know, stem cells basically. And yet that scar tissue in there is still a problem, Correct. especially if it's, it, you know, it, 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 there's an adhesion like that. And that's where this work is actually. Correct. Right. Yeah. And for an example for you, so uh, Dan has some old facet injuries oh. and one of them looks like he had some septic arth arthritis around it. Right. When I well. got my cavitation, it, it attacked like probably an old injury yeah. years ago wrestling, but it went there to that weak tissue. And it, you, he looked, listen, ultrasound's a skill because I've had a lot of people go, oh, I can use it. You know, it's like, they're not that good at it. Dude, I don't know what it is, man. It's like some people are just fast runners. Some people are slow runners and you can get faster running, but you'll just never be like yeah. an Olympian. <laughs> this dude is amazing at ultrasound thing you found something in me that nobody found and it was like and i knew it i mean as soon as i actually you went right at it you said oh yeah I, that's the problem and then you went right at it with the ultrasound they're like look at that facet joint and i'm not trained in it and i was like oh my gosh i mean yeah. there it was it was like to me it looked exploded it looks like a grenade went off yeah yeah and believe me I, it was like this was an area that nothing helped mm -hmm. you know so what did you see so yeah so uh typically with the facet joint um you're gonna see this nice like smooth little curve and you're gonna see like a little line in between and so uh with dr pompa it actually literally looked like a grenade went in there and blew it open mm -hmm. so it looked like twice the size of two to three times the size of everything else and then what happens is when you have an injury to the set joint or if you've had chronic you know mm -hmm. um septic arthritis um all the fascia connective tissue around that facet joint starts locking down and there's a lot of nerves that traffic through there yeah including greater occipital nerves so people that have pain at their so number one it can't heal correct yeah, yeah it can't heal and then all those nerves get stuck in the fascia so you can have you know great treatment like you have right. you know into your facets yeah. But sometimes what happens is those nerves are still stuck in that fascia. And so what we did is we not only went into your facet with the exosomes, but we actually came out and actually dissected through those nerves that were all stuck from the right. adhesion from the original trauma. Yeah, I mean, and that's what took mo more of the time. I and mean, you went in and literally just pushed yeah. it open, you know, and I, I could feel it. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it didn't hurt at all. Matter of fact, I, I said it felt so good, actually. Yeah, it was good on the expand. <laughs> It did. You had this done yourself a lot. Oh right? yeah, I yeah, just had a yeah. huge treatment last yeah, week. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, you, you practice what you preach. Matter of fact, in part one, if you haven't seen it, he literally does his own leg, you know, right there. <laughs> but I, you know, it's like uh, you know, you got to go to doctors that do this stuff, right? That actually practice what you preach. You know, I mean, I tell you what, this to me is even a first step before you spend a lot of money on stem cells, right? Which is yeah. you know far more costly. You know, this is absolutely a more affordable approach, which right. could just be the thing that just opens up the healing, man, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, even if you end up doing, because we do regenerative treatments here, including stem right. cell treatments, yeah. placenta matrix, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah. PRP, if you can free up those fascial planes and get those nerves functioning better, if you end up still using those treatments, you're going to have better outcomes. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes, sometimes people that come and they're just like, hey, I only can come once, like, can we just try to do all, all this at once? Yeah. What we'll do is we'll do, we'll hydrodissect everything and treat the joint. So yeah. we'll do, you know, everything together. And the response is typically significantly better. Yeah. Than just to do it alone. Well, like I said, you do a lot of stuff here. Amazing work. I mean, you were trained by some of the best. And another, um, I've done a, a show on the miracles of ozone. 
and we talked about the 10 pass. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that because that's something you wanted to do. You did those treatments mm -hmm. and then you wanted to do the 10 pass. So tell them about that. And if you didn't watch the show on ozone, watch it because we talk about why ozone heals. I kind of want you to review that a little bit, you know, why it's, it's such a powerful treatment. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were like, Dan, you, you need this treatment. I mean, you were really excited about it. And I, and I, I've had ozone. I'm a big believer in ozone, mm -hmm. love ozone, but talk about the 10 pass, what it is, where was it created? Yeah. So um, ozone, as Dan was explaining from the previous video, is very powerful initiating the healing response. You actually body. put some ozone in after. Correct. So we yeah. actually, yeah. Hydro we, we yeah. call it aerodissection because yeah. we're actually putting air in at yeah. the end. So we actually put some ozone through those fascial planes and you notice right. the difference right away. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of times that just helps keep those fascial planes open and brings more and more yeah. healing yeah. into wherever. Yeah. Okay. So that's where you actually inject ozone, but now this 10 pass is different. Correct. So the, the 10 pass so far has been a game changer. Uh, it was developed by Dr. Johan uh, Lahotny out of Austria and he was actually OBGYN and actually got really ill and ozone brought him back to health. And mm -hmm. he was like, I'm just doing this now. So then what he developed is he had these patients that were getting better, but they just weren't quite turning the corner. So he developed this 10 pass treatment where you actually uh, draw the blood out via IV and then it, you actually ozonate it and infuse it back in, but you repeat the process 10 times at a very, at a, at a pretty high concentration. Mm -hmm. And so you're actually able to give the body a significant more higher, higher dose than you normally would. So typically the dose for MAH where you just draw the blood, put ozone in it, is typically around 3,000 to 6,000 um, gamma or micrograms per milliliter. Uh, that's the mm -hmm. units we use. And then the, the actual dose that you get with the 10 pass is 140,000 micrograms per milliliter. So it's like wow. 23 to 40 times stronger dose of ozone that you're getting. So uh, what's the ozone do? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, what ozone does is actually one of the main things, um, if you think about this, we all need energy. Our cells need ATP for energy. It, uh, published uh, research has shown that it increases ATP production to up to 40%, which is huge. Mm. Um, it uh, increases blood flow, so nitric oxide production. It's a metabolic stimulant. So I have one patient who he's like 82, and he actually he's been trying everything to lose weight. Doesn't eat a ton. Mm -hmm. um, since he's on his like seventh treatment, he's starting to lose weight already. Yeah. Wow. And That's he has this old uh, uh, old uh, scar and like wound that hasn't been healing for years. It's almost gone already. Wow. That just by putting it in the IV. Yeah. So you put it, you know, in a vein, you pull the yep. blood out, mix it, go it's back actually in. a really gentle process. Yeah, I've no, had, exactly. I've had high dose IV vitamin C that actually kind of burns a little bit. This is smooth. It's yeah. Like your own blood. Um, what ozone also does is it, it's antimicrobial. So people that have you know, Lyme, uh, chronic infections, it's really good to help that parasites because there's no antibiotic mm -hmm. resistance because it's just using your body's own immune response to clean things up. Yeah. And Dr. Lahotny um, has said in his lectures that he, he finds it increases stem cell production and activates mitochondrial function. Oh, man. That's um, amazing. Also, I know uh, there's been a lot on NAD recently. So it improves your NAD to NADH ratio. So Which it's is almost, a huge. Yeah. It's an anti-aging ratio. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it's a great way to just boost overall your cellular function mm -hmm. um, it works well for anti-aging purposes if you just want to you just want to feel real good mm -hmm. um, if you're somebody that has you know a chronic illness or yeah. chronic fatigue it helps to reboot your body yeah, um, that's awesome uh, we have uh, Dr. Lahotny has great results of people that have non non-healing ulcers or wounds and with sometimes these patients within one to two treatments 48 hours later it's already like 50 percent healed wow. it's like mind-blowing yeah, that's incredible. Let, let's actually go watch this clip so you can have an idea of what this actually looks like.
Hello. Right now we have the 10 pass machine. Marilee's getting hooked up. It's running right now. There what she pass is. is she on, We're on the, going on number seven. Number seven. So mm -hmm. she's going pretty quick. So what you can see here is we, uh, we hook up IV access. The blood actually comes up into, this is called an I-set. Um, it's a sterile tube, a uh, little oval. The blood comes up and raises up to around 220 cc's uh, or milliliters. And then what happens is we press a button which is ozonates, and so this machine actually pumps ozone up through the top while it's spinning. So it spins, which keeps the blood in motion, which helps with any kind of clotting. We also use a little heparin, which is an anticoagulant. Um, and then as it ozonates, it actually infuses back all the way back into Merrily. And so the whole process, like we said, takes anywhere from half an hour at the very least, but typically usually around an hour. Uh, wouldn't you say, Lindsay? Yeah, hour, the average, hour. average patient, mm -hmm. hour, hour and a half. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's simple, works well. Yeah. Really relaxing. Yep. No anticipation of when's the needle coming out or when's it going <laughs> in somewhere else. Yeah. So my legs are still today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. It works well, it goes quick. And as you can see right here, Lindsay just actually hit the ozonate button so you can actually see the blood's going to start going down the level. And as the, as the treatment progresses, you'll actually notice the blood gets a lot more bright red. Cool. Thanks, man. All right. You can see that's, that's pretty easy. I mean, how, how long does that procedure typically take? Um, the record right now, I believe, is 27 minutes. Oh, my God. Okay, so that <laughs> depends on how good blood flow you have, right? The, the, yeah. the longest was, I think it was two hours, but on average, I would say it's about 45 to an okay. hour. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, but it's not. Yeah, it's a, like you said, it's a, it's, it's an easy procedure, but it's a power. There's a lot of power behind that one. So, all right, I, I know people are like, okay, I want that neural fascial hydrodissection, the ten pass. You do even a lot more than that here, obviously. Yes, you know, we're just you know tapping into it. The regenerative uh, part, of the medicine you can do is amazing. Um, how do they find you? What's your website? Uh, so our website is Lanu Integrative Medicine dot uh, com. And uh, we are in Spokane, Washington, right by Gonzaga University. T 10 minutes from the airport. Yeah, it was minutes, so yeah. easy. Yeah, Yeah. so it's nice, uh, easy access. Uh, we have two other uh, providers that are trained in this, Dr. Jonathan Pazma and Mako Yoshino. Um, and we all love helping people regain their function and just uh, help that quality of life. You're a master, honestly. I, I, and again, I, I think it's the guided going exactly where to put it, man. So exactly. you helped my family, dude. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll help you. So, all right. Uh, look, uh, watch part one if you haven't, but always share these videos because people have chronic pain, man, for no reason. For sure. All this um, unbelievable. This is the future of medicine right here, man. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Well, right. that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. This episode was brought to you by Cyto Detox. Please check it out at buycytonow.com. We'll be back next week and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We truly appreciate your support. You can always find us at cellularhealing.tv. And please remember to spread the love by liking, subscribing, giving an iTunes review, and sharing the show with anyone you think may benefit from the information heard here. And as always, thanks for listening.